Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Paul Hewitt, CEO of RNC Minerals. Now, we spoke to them on Friday with regards to their quarterly results, which obviously they're very pleased about. But today, two new announcements. One is a potential name change to Corora Resources, ticker KRR. We ask him why. And the second one is the acquisition of Spargos, which is an asset in Australia, which would enable them to continue to feed their mill. And we talk about some of the other things that they may be doing with their cash this year. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Hey, Matt. Uh, long time no see, right? Two yeah. days now or something? <laughs> Must be all of two days. It's two days. But you got some news. Well, I don't know why you couldn't have told me Friday, but hey. Well, look, um, I said I'd hope we'd talk soon on Friday. I remember saying that and hanging up and kind of chuckling in the background, anticipating that we would likely talk again on Monday. Oh. So it's good to see you again. And Look, we've got some very exciting news. Um, yeah, there's two things that we're seeing here. We're, we're seeing uh, name change and an acquisition. So first of all, name change. What, what are you proposing that you're going to call yourselves? Yeah, look, um, Matt, we, we ran an internal process um, and we've come up with a new a name, Corora Resources. More importantly, um, this has been something that we've been working on for a significant amount of time now. Back when I joined the company as CEO, we started saying our strategy will be different. We didn't want to uh, neglect or underestimate that we still have our, our nickel operation in Quebec. But the fact is we laid down a strategy and a path that we said to the market and to the street and our shareholders were a gold producer. One of the things we learned as we were marketing is we were being dismissed by some of the larger funds, actually. Some people were looking at registers. I actually went to uh, the Indaba show in, in Cape Town, and I had two guys walk up to me, man, and they said, look, um, we, we presented to you, we, we had no idea you were a gold company because it comes up as RNC on a ticker or Royal Nickel. So it was a bit of a disadvantage for somebody who doesn't know us. Rebranding has always been part of our strategy. Uh, I've been saying now for months, the only thing that hasn't changed is the name. Well, today you see a new name and the same similar focus. So I will say that precise focus that we've had is still going to be maintained and following through with our strategy. So a uh, new name, long time coming, exciting, and I'm very happy about it. Corora Resources. So what, how, do you, how are you spelling that? How are you saying that? K-A-R-O-R-A. And the ticker is going to be KRR. Now, Matt, look, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. It still needs to get a shareholder approval. Right. That's going to um, we're announcing this. It's going to be included in our management information circular. It's going to be voted on. Our shareholders have to vote on it. But clearly, we've been hearing a message for some time now from even our shareholders. When are you going to change this name? Uh, we're not a base metal. We're, we're, we're a gold company. Okay. So, you, so you, it's still going to be voted on, but you, you're saying... You've changed everything else in the company. This is the kind of final piece in the jigsaw for you. And you think it'll kind of help people who don't, who probably have seen you as a nickel company in the past, understand what you are. Okay. Um, well, like, I mean, good luck with that. I mean, I can't wait to see the, the designs and, you know, what, what that looks like. But it, it sounds like uh, it's much in demand. Um, the second one, slightly more important to me, because you guys, and I've been saying this for a while, you guys are now throwing off a lot of cash, a lot of free cash 
here. And it's giving you optionality, especially since you did that Morgan Stanley renegotiation. We, I think we talked on Friday about the expiration optionality that you've got and what that could mean, especially you know jo joining up a couple of these, these uh, zones that you're looking at. Um, so great optionality for you, but you've also gone and decided to do something else with your money. Yeah, look, um, perfect timing, new name, uh, Karar Resources, a new acquisition. We just signed a definitive agreement on an asset that's about 45 kilometers from our plan. It's a great opportunity for us in the fact that, look, we have an, an asset that is 45 kilometers from our mill. The grade, Matt, the grade in the resource that they have. Now, look, we signed a definitive agreement. We still got to conduct our final due diligence. But the grades in the resource are higher grade than our underground, our beta hunt mine. Now, that excludes the course goal. But I'm talking about the average grade. So this provides us a lot more flexibility. In fact, we've got over 130,000 ounces in this resource in Spargos. Spargos is the name of it. That's over four grams. So we're talking about an average grade of, say, diluted three gram in an open pit. Open pit is cheaper, hands down, mining than it's going to be underground. We have been saying for months now, we, we've had a strategy on reducing our costs. How are we going to reduce our costs? We said we're going to focus on four things. This clearly demonstrates that behind the scenes, we're fighting for our shareholders and we're going to create some optionality to feed that mill. We are so much more less reliant on beta hunt and that matters to us and it matters to our shareholders if we want to turn on more of higginsville and this property here could potentially look if we're really aggressive let's call it q4 realistically probably q1 of 2021 what does that mean it means that 2021 our plan once we sign this thing and we execute on this thing our plan is going to be significantly has the ability to be significantly different than what it is today where we're not so reliant on beta hunt. so at the end of the day this thing here opens a lot of opportunities for us. The grade, never dismiss that grade, that high grade, open pit nearby our plant. You know, you, you talked about cash, but owning that mill in that district, in that area, really provided us that option. We are the nearest player to that asset. It made a lot of sense for us to acquire this asset. How much data do you have? I mean, when do you start to understand how much money you're going to be able to make by putting ore from there, Spargos, through your mill? Yeah, so look, by signing this definitive agreement, we've given ourselves a 90-day exclusivity period. The truth is this definitive agreement is binding. We've obviously done some work behind the scenes. We're going to refine that work. Our hope is that we could get to site. Uh, we want to get to site, and that's why you're seeing a bit longer exclusivity period. For something this size, uh, you wouldn't normally see a 90-day exclusivity period. Back, Think back of Higginsville. I think we closed that in a quicker time frame. The intent here is to give us the time that we need to get to site ourselves and some of our people in Australia, and then drill down on the numbers. But, but look, let's face it. Last quarter uh, at Beta Hunt, we were call it 2.6, 2.7 gram. This thing could be three gram or higher in an open pit. Open pit costs are cheaper than underground. It's that simple. The, the average grade of this is higher grade. Uh, gold price is the same. Uh, the recoveries, uh, we're gonna find that out during our complete due diligence, but initial test work suggests that we're gonna get very good recoveries on this. 
this is really a no-brainer for us and our shareholders creating flexibility, optionality, and a very good use to some of that cash that we have in hand. No, I mean, well, that's what it's about. I think what shareholders and certainly conversations that we're having with you know, our, our subscribers and followers is that they're wondering, what are you going to do with all of this cash this year? And they're starting to, I guess you're starting to answer those questions. You're, you're buying, buying up uh, cheap, cheap uh, gold in the ground. Uh, you're looking at exploring your current assets and seeing what you've got there and, and all towards the end of feeding your mill. So you're in control of the, the cost there. So that, that's pretty exciting. I mean, I mean, we, have we got much more to look forward to this year or is it going to be just all exploration? Look, no, it, it, we still got our heads down on some key initiatives here. We, we remain steadily focused. Look what we've done in the last seven, nine months, turning this whole company around. You know, um, I think we've still got some excitement in front of us. And look, our drill bit, um, that, that program continues to unleash some really spectacular results. So, Okay, okay. Well, um, th thanks very much for the update. I know it's just a quick one, but I, I, I thought it was interesting. I like, I like the name change. Obviously, that's always nice to sort of see that, you know, fr freshness to the story um, when it's sort of not under duress. You know, you're not doing it under duress. And, you know, acquisitions with the cash, you're creating more dollars. You know, $1 equals more than $1 when you do that. So I think that's great. Um, keep it going, buddy. Uh, nice. Nice, nice, nice uh, stories so far this year. Hope, hope it continues for you. Thanks, Matt. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.